0: Welcome to the Charles Ogan Show. Welcome, Gosh, Ogan. Good to see you. Thanks. All right. W- welcome back from last week. I feel like we had a, the first podcast, was a great success. Yeah, great we had success. We had very some nice. Feedback. Yeah. How, so do I think, how do you think it went? You had some fun?
1: I don't know. I didn't see how many views we got. Oh, I didn't <laughs> get to report back to you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we did okay. I think really? we had like 60 downloads, perhaps more. Really?
1: Yeah, it's actual downloads.
0: Yeah, actual downloads. Perhaps Rather just more. streaming it.
1: Yeah. That's so weird.
0: So I should actually... What I, do people I, do with it? I, I, fucking I, time. I'm <laughs> a fucking waste of time. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's... Come on. Let's, okay, you're, you're let's some, get to should it. So people have you some, asked you some questions. Yeah. What question do you want to answer first?
1: All right. We're just going to go in chronological order. Okay. So muscle effects on cardio in Jiu-Jitsu. So we kind of got asked that last time. Hey, go on. You, you want to do this? This is more your domain. Muscle effect... On cardio in jiu Muscle jiu-jitsu. effect on cardio in Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. I guess like...
0: When you're doing jiu-jitsu, I do.
1: <laughs> gone. Well, it just
0: it just involves a lot of like muscle endurance. Yeah. So actually, this is this is so uh, one of our friends, well, my friends, you know him, Dan, Dan Cronin. Um, yeah. He was like, I like the way you answered the question, but you didn't answer the question like about the gas tank for jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's like yeah, well, take, like improving your technique and strategy, that will like reduce your energy costs. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's not actually going to improve your gas tank. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? like overall yes to improve your actual gas tank you do need to do some kind of like conditioning work yeah however but by like by having better technique and a better tactics you're going to be saving energy so you can actually work harder and like when you get to a submission squeeze harder
1: more effectively
0: exactly be more effective so i guess and then he asked me a question so Conditioning-wise, do you think it's worth it? Doing air yeah. dye intervals, rowing intervals, etc.? I said, no, mate. Like, what you should be looking to do is like how we train, as an example, using weight training in forms of supersets, cluster sets. And like, you know, when, like, as an example, like Bulgarian split squats mixed with some kind of pressing of head movement. It's, yeah. it's very tiring. Yeah. You're doing like three sets of like eight to 12 reps in a Bulgarian split squat. Yeah. It is awful. It yeah. sucks. And your heart rate's gone working very hard, you're out of breath, and then superset that almost immediately into another exercise. You're like, man, like, I'm, I'm gassing here.
1: Okay, so, so that's normal then. I, what what I mean? yeah, yeah right. you should be tired. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I love was that. just told once that you shouldn't be breathing I, heavily by some some moron in France. I love that story. <laughs> that's that guy has
0: no idea about like any kind of like <laughs> yeah. energy output. He's heavily, like, this is an that? easy exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brother, like the intensity oh, that you, So it's like the, the 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 intensity that you're working at and the work capacity that you can create via uh, weights training with supersets r- manipulating rest periods is very yeah. useful and that's what that way you can actually increase your overall yeah. aerobic capacity or yeah. it's like look you're you're doing lots of jiu-jitsu throughout the week and a lot of the jiu-jitsu competitors they're, they're very busy with their jiu-jitsu schedules it's not an optimal use of time to go to well, may not be an optimal use of time to be spending all that time on the rower or, or or an dine. yeah when you can just be getting super strong uh yeah. For, to answer this question, muscle muscle effect on cardio in BJJ like it's, it's a muscle endurance sport. You want to have yeah, good muscle basically. endurance to squeeze to have good balance, athletic coordination. Yeah, like something about you is like you're very well balanced. Your, yeah. your coordination of like balancing and squeezing at the right time is. I, I guess he's also
1: asking like if you're too muscly, is that going to affect your too heart? jacked? Yeah, if you're too, if you're too jacked. Is it gonna affect your cardio? And probably Probably yeah. It just I mean, affects your mobility so badly that you can't be even do moves normally and <laughs> properly. Yeah,
0: I mean look, like if you <laughs> if exactly, if you if you if you're absolutely gigantic.
1: Yeah.
0: Well I mean look at your buddy, who's that um, Mark um, that giant Scottish oh, Mark guy McQueen. Crushing oh, people. Yeah, yeah. He was like an elite level powerlifter? Obviously, he's yeah. not gonna maintain that elite level powerlifting weight.
1: Yeah, he's doing all right, though, to be fair. He's, he's doing great. I still him posting some uh, powerlifting videos, and it just looks ridiculous. Just yeah, he's super strong, but he's not
0: <laughs> going to be lifting anywhere near to his competition weight. But if he nah, can stray yeah. within, like, 70 to, to 80% of what yeah, he's yeah. lifting at, like, a powerlifting meet...
1: He felt ridiculously strong. I honestly felt there was nothing, nothing to do against him. Yeah, he yeah, <laughs> just, just, just grips. It's yeah, like and tight. he wasn't even necessarily trying that hard, so (laughs) fair play to him. (laughs) He did like two sports in one, just by getting fucking strong. He's so strong. (laughs) All right, cool, okay. Muscle effect on cardio BJJ, next one. Next one, what we got next? What can we do to make BJJ spectator friendly? Say again? What can we do to make BJJ spectator friendly? So, Christian was saying, Christian was saying, that you need to do takedowns, but I think that's already a sport. That's already wrestling or judo. Spect-
0: Spectator-friendly. Is he yeah. saying that BJJ is boring to watch?
1: Yeah, yeah. in reference to the WNX and the two-hour match that they had. Oh. So everyone wants to see submissions, but if it, the only way you guarantee a submission is submission only, Isn't and then no that can be about. fucking boring.
0: What, but what happened to the EBI tournament? Do you remember how they, it was like Craig Jones and Golden Ryan, they start... Like, like wrestling, yeah. they start from certain positions. Like, they don't...
1: People don't like that because it's like, well, how did you get, you can just stall and then, and then wait for the overtime round. Yeah. So it's no, like submission only is the only way not to like game it basically. Okay, I'm going to say something. It's
0: going to be controversial, I think. But like I went to the UFC last night, which was fun. By the way, UFC crowds are always interesting crowds. It's always a very agro,
1: <laughs>
0: hostile vibe. That's nice, stadium, toxic. Which is toxic. Anyway, what, What's interesting about UFC, so say like Mully the Meatball, Paddy the Baddy, like yeah. their intent to get the finish is so fucking strong. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just, they're there to like, Scouts they're, they're there to finish. Do you know what I mean? People. They just, they weren't, they, they, just, they really won't try, try and yeah. accept anything less. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, like in some of the fights, the guys like, look, this is me, like classic armchair comment. Like, mm. oh, get out of the guard, try and pass the guard. Like. Yeah. You know I mean some guys would literally sit in close guard and like dude you this is your I've fucking career man. I guess if yeah if you just make the where's prize the, money crazy. Where, where's the urgency? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where's the urgency? I guess like people should just try and have like again super easy for me to sit here and say but like more fucking urgency from from yeah BJJ like fighters.
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I guess people don't complain when it's an exciting match and there's no submission. They just complain when it's fucking boring and there's no sub. So yeah,
0: but like, yeah,
1: it's, it's a stylistic who, thing. But who, also,
0: who do you think is exciting to watch and why do you think he's exciting to
1: watch? Well, I just like guys that are pretty, basically guaranteed to get submissions. Someone who? like someone like Gordon is just good who to else? watch because you know,
0: obviously Gordon. Who like like let's, uh, like so okay, people that suit. aren't Gordon,
1: people that aren't like super dominant like Ash that, Williams, like. Ethan he's Cranston. exciting.
0: <laughs> no, but he's exciting to watch because you usually get a submission,
1: that. No? Ash Williams. No, he's, no, he doesn't. He, he's no, a he fucking de- decision machine. He knows he's a decision machine. He doesn't who, give a shit. Who else? But he's still exciting because yeah, he, he still pushes pace all the time, like and in a in a legit manner, not just like not just like running around f- for the sake of tiring someone out. He's always pushing, like, technically to get to the back and finish. So that's good, but he just he doesn't he doesn't finish that many people because. I guess the timing is too short. But who else is exciting? Like, yeah, I'll just say anyone who I reckon is technically good and, and like is hunting their opponent is exciting. And then people that are boring and people that are just trying to win on points or just win by technicality or win by like waiting for their partner to, do, to fuck up and then catch them out.
0: Yeah, so, I, I guess it's tricky to answer this question. So it's like you don't want to have this unlimited two hour match because like no, no one's going to fucking watch that. So it's like maybe just. But people watch cricket, and cricket's so dead. <laughs> cricket is like f- f- fucking
1: two days or something.
0: So this is like also the the crux of the question. It's like, how about this person who asked the question? Just get better at BJJ. So you get yeah. better. Why don't you, you just
1: understand like? it, better You fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, genuinely, I was actually speaking to someone the other day, and they said that like the spectators of jujitsu are like hobbyists, white and blue belts People who actually do the sport, whereas football is just you know pub men who don't necessarily play football. Yeah, no. Nah. So yeah, it's just a smaller pool of spectators and I feel like it's growing though. It's yeah. growing a lot more. Yeah, it's and, it's and it's harder to understand than other sports, so you need to actually be involved.
0: Yeah, like as opposed to MMA. Whereas like yeah. MMA, like you can understand like, oh, he's trying to beat the shit out of this person or he's trying yeah. to punch him in the face. You can, it's easy to tell who's winning. Whereas yeah. Jiu-Jitsu for like a novice white belt or blue belt, it's like, oh, the guy on the top is winning right now. It's like, yeah. well, he's about to get I guess if it's marks. a close
1: match, it's hard to tell who's winning. Yeah. So if it's not, but even in MMA, if it's close, you look at them like, who's actually, I'm, I can't tell if someone's winning if it's striking exchanges, for example. But you
0: get the general gist of it
1: but sometimes it's equal sometimes it's pretty even yeah and there's just there's no way to tell but yeah you get the general gist to be fair you can see if you're concentrating you can see who's actually landing whereas jujitsu, if you're concentrating you still might not get who actually is pushing pace i feel like some people are masters at looking like they're actually winning when they're completely so losing so you
0: don't think that ebi kind of transition where it's like almost penalty shootouts for
1: jiu-jitsu is useful nah because it's like
0: people people get stall
1: Yeah, because then you can just game it again and just be really good at the EBI bit of it. Uh, That's how Craig yeah. Jones got tapped by Mason Fowler twice, because he just stalled and waited for the overtime and then just got a body triangle and bridged on his back. You know what, man? <laughs> people should just stop fucking stalling. That's what they should do. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's for money. You can do what you want. Like, I'm win, sure Mason Fowler win, got paid handsomely. Win the match. Yeah. yeah, he won the match. He got paid handsomely. What's, He's a good man. What's next? Most annoying. <laughs> type of guy to compete against. Probably, probably that, that cunt who, who slapped the back of my head 50 times. Oh, the big gear <laughs> head. Yeah, the big gear head. Well, who knows if he's on gear, but he had Batman tattoos on his triceps, so... That's huge, <laughs> he's probably, probably on gear. But you
0: leg-locked him at so, like... Well, as soon
1: as he tried anything but collar me, I leg-locked him, yeah. But yeah, he literally... I went back and watched it because I was salty. He collar me 55 times in, in a six-minute match. I
0: remember you training, like, five days after, like my neck is still sore from yeah, I guy. still
1: fucked, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was genuinely whiplashed from him. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. But yeah, I genuinely felt whiplashed. So most annoying are people who just like just, hard clubbers. Yeah, just like a weird stra- strategy that's not really trying to do jiu-jitsu. It's like Yeah, if you clearly know that you there's a, er, such a huge area of jiu-jitsu that you're lacking in, that if you even stand up with someone, you're gonna get subbed. Like, don't even compete, just. Just get, go get and go improve at jiu-jitsu and then come back and then start and then, competing. Or just, just go out there and lose like a, like a man. Don't just sit there on your knees and try and club the back of the head.
0: Do you think it's important for people to compete in jiu-jitsu? Like say like someone who's like really keen at doing jiu-jitsu and they're like, I want to improve. Okay, so let me ask you again. Yeah. Do you think there's benefit in
1: people competing in jiu-jitsu? For improvement? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, I feel like it filters out a lot of things that you might do that inefficient or or like things you think work because it, you, it's working in your gym and it also shows obviously it shows you what, what you don't know like if someone just does some random technique you've never seen before and you tap that's that's it you've learned very quickly <laughs> <laughs> how bad you are yeah, yeah. oh yeah and, and also it can help with your own confidence if you win against someone you might not have expected to win then that's great Yeah, yeah and yeah. then if you lose against someone you thought you could beat then that's like a reality, reality check as well. Yeah. So yeah, a lots a lot of reasons why I would think competing is good. It's just, like, I think the title is less important than actually who you're competing against. So, like, all the, like, for example, IBJF competitions, like, that doesn't mean anything if there's not good people there. Yes. So, for example, the last one, there was good people there. So that would be a good IBGF competition to win. But if you're, like, if you're doing London Open and there's, like, four people and they're all shit, then... You, yeah, you basically course. may as well just have done anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, the merit is just, like, go compete, like, if, if, yeah. if, 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 if it's within your interest. Yeah. I think mean, it's, like, an interesting point, because sometimes it's, like, like, if you're training hard, and the whole room is getting better, you're, like, I I feel like I'm just constantly shit, because the yeah. whole room is always getting better. So when I yeah. go out and compete, it's like, oh, I'm actually winning, I won double gold, yeah, yeah. I'm actually getting better. But it doesn't feel that way, because the whole, the room yeah. around me, like, when I train with you, like, I... I'm shit, but Damn yeah,
1: it's because it's of the training volume, I guess. Like, yeah. if you're training in a room with people and you're all training exactly the same, then you'll improve at the same rate. But if Is you're it, doing extra sessions, you'll just pull away from them very over time, and then true. and then that'll be it.
0: Yeah, of course. But let's say like you're constantly training with that room and they're all putting yeah. in this training volume. It's like, I, I don't feel like I'm getting any better. You go to a competition, you win it, you, you smash everyone. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck, I realize I actually am improving. Yeah, yeah, It's a good point of like you, reflection. You can kind of compete
1: by just going and visiting. If your point is just to compare yourself against other people. Open mat. Yeah, you can just go to open mats and you don't have to spar like you're competing, but you can just spar normally. And that's like a better representation of how good you are than, than if you can like, you know. That's a good point. Just use loads of energy for six minutes and and technically win in that six minute because it's only six minute look into your whole jiu-jitsu training yeah yeah. if you think about it so you've got to judge someone based on like whatever six or ten minutes when a better way would be like let's go for like a week's worth of rolling and we tally up all the subs at the end of it and then see who's who's got the most subs
0: yeah yeah that would
1: be a more like i don't know better average way of doing it than just 10 intense minutes of like tactical play
0: you study economics at university Uh, yeah
1: you You could tell (laughs) got a third no less there's metrics man (laughs) yeah no less than a third right okay so yeah yeah long story short people that stall and and club you in the back of the head are bad (laughs) they're the most annoying yeah all right telling your coach what does it say telling your coach you want to change gyms oh you just you just have to go buddy then they yeah some
0: people get really weird they're like why do you even
1: have a coach just get on youtube <laughs> <laughs> just get on youtube and do your own shit like yeah realistically this, this is a
0: good point like we were talking about last week as well it's like like how did you get better you you watched a lot of youtube and just, go yeah. practice that yeah yeah whatever just two try of your and, super friends try and to sub as them.
1: many people as possible and then if you're having trouble subbing people then google how to sub people better and, and obviously if you have a coach they can like streamline the information but for the most part if you have a coach and they're not if you feel like they're not good and you feel like they're kind of not sparring with you or not teaching you what you want to teach then yeah just leave just leave you owe them nothing 100 percent. you owe them nothing you already paid them the money so after that it's like we're even now yeah, it's such a good point. People get yeah. like really
0: salty. They're like, oh, like gym loyalty. Lo- like you have to stay because you started training with us. You should stay with us. I like, mate, like this is exactly the s- yeah, point yeah. we just talked about. A, ga- a gauge to get better is like, I want to go test myself with some open mat. Yeah. Just because I want to go do that doesn't mean I'm leaving yeah. this gym forever. Or even if you do want to leave forever, fine. Yeah. Thanks for coming. So actual useful later.
1: advice for this particular person <laughs> telling your coach you want to change gyms. You just it's, just, it's nothing personal, it's just business. <laughs> just, just have leave. to go. It's just business as <laughs> <it's laughs> usual. You just have to go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or you can just leave and just never, never show up again. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> But yeah, with <laughs> just, social media, they're just going to message you like, are you, are you okay sort of thing? And, and then you're going to have to tell them, just, be a look- just lie and say anything. You just say, oh, my work changed. <laughs> Everything's upside down right now.
0: is <laughs> just the excuse. No, just be like, look, man, I want to, to, to go try some other gyms, get, like go test myself against other people. Yeah,
1: yeah, just see what it's like. You, can, you, and, and anyway, you don't have to commit to changing gym. You can say that I'm just going to see what the other gyms are like, and I might come back or I might not. And that's like a more fair way, rather than saying, I hate this gym so much, I'm anywhere but here is good. Then you just say like, I'm just gonna see what other gyms are like and then I might come back here, might not. Then there's no pressure to leave or not to.
0: Yeah, and and a good coach would be like, of course.
1: Yeah, see you later.
0: A good coach could actually ask for feedback. Hey, do you think there's anything we can do to improve?
1: Anyway, MMA, am I gonna switch to MMA?
0: (laughs) I think that'd be an awful career decision for you.
1: Yeah, no thanks, I'm good, I'm doing all right in Jiu Jitsu and I'm not getting punched in the face. And MMA is hard, like there's, Different, you've got a weight cut. I don't like weight cutting. You've got to, you know, travel a lot. I don't like all of that. you got to be on point like every single day. You get way more injuries. I just don't, you get more money, but you can basically make enough money off jiu jitsu to be happy. So, fuck that you,
0: I did MMA. I've actually had oh, yeah, okay, I actually yeah. had like <laughs> five amateur MMA fights and had to go uh, good, but it's, okay. I mean, it's just awful getting punched in the face, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <yeah. Man>, like, <laughs> Lest
1: we forget, you've yeah. got to actually be punched in the face. Like, yeah, you can't tap midway through a punch. That's it. Once it's coming, you got just... Well,
0: <laughs> my first Thai boxing fight, I got all my friends there, and it was out in, like, like equivalent to, like, some, like, chavy English town. It's yeah. a punch bowl in uh, Sydney, <laughs> which is, like, super rough, full of... Yeah. Full, full of is blood. that the
1: name? Punch bowl? It's called
0: punch bowl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like, the, sit, the but did you, just to, Yeah, did the town's called punchball Just to, to give you an idea, one of, the, one of the shout outs that the guy was giving to me, he's like, kill the fucking white dog. Oh and my God. Yeah, 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 so that, that, that was filled, anyway. Cool I was doing a ride in the first round, and yeah. then I took a massive uppercut and the knee to the face, and my nose was like This is like yeah. amateur, this is like amateur yeah, fight. For free. Was, for free. For free. For free. And after that, just I was like, I don't really want to do this again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're quite
1: thought. right. So, was... yeah. Long story short, yeah, leave that to, leave that to people with like real psychological problems. No, honestly, I think you, to do MMA, like you've got to be, there's. You have to be like deeply religious or like deep, <laughs> deep psychological problems, basically. I just cannot, yeah. yeah you're, it's very for me, it's an. I'm, I'm, to be fair, you could just do it for a shitload of money. That would be a lot. Like, I do like one, let's face it, I do like one MMA fight and I. If I knew I'd win it as well, 100% I'd do it, but the fact is no one wants, no one wants to pay you shit of money for a fight they know you're going to win. They want to see you yes. put it all on the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they want to see you bleed. Okay. Next okay. question, next question.
0: How, okay. how is it going with no coach? This is actually a question yeah. I do have for you. You have no coach, yeah. why I, is this? I would,
1: well, this, I just don't have a coach to teach me. There's no one, there's no one who's going to teach me, basically. I could ask... Like, there's, like, how, did
0: you, how did you put yourself into the, to the level that you are now?
1: I just watch YouTube videos and, and BJ specific, Fanatics videos like, okay. and I train them and I don't take breaks off training and I basically train all the time and I try new stuff all the time and basically you just have to take control of your own training. It's not even a bad like not even a bad way of going about it, because realistically all the coach is there for is like so the coach will be there for accountability but also technical like, guidance yeah technical guidance so but you can you can get technical guidance online and then accountability as long as you just like know that you're a piece of shit for missing training then that's enough
0: the shame factor yeah the shame like yeah year.
1: this one's not this one is personal shame though like weights i i wouldn't be personally shamed for missing it but i'd be ashamed i would be shameful in the eyes of someone else but jiu-jitsu i would personally be ashamed if i missed a session for just laziness or whatever or or, yeah
0: can you just go through like your just go through like five of the your top youtube and BGJ fanatics videos that you'd watch
1: find a guy that whose style you like and just copy it so for example i watched eddie Eddie cummings Cummings. gordon ryan ethan credenstein i watched some of gary turner but i found him kind of hard to emulate because a lot of it was like pretty like entertainment based stuff uh who else I like Mikey Musumeci, just the Baron Bolos, Lachlan Giles, Craig, obviously. Yeah.
0: Uh some some meta's sick. I signed and, up the Submeta. I watch that quite I try and watch that quite a bit.
1: Levi Jones Leary. Basically anyone who's on the top shows is worth giving a watch. And if you see anything special that they're doing, it's definitely worth watching them. Like William Tackett as well. Everyone's got their little bit. So yeah, if you if you're not watching someone, basically they they would be able to catch you with some bullshit. I guess
0: this is a bit more of a technical question as well. Like when you're watching like an instructional, like do you, do you, what specific cues and stuff are you? Oh uh, yeah.
1: For? If I'm watching an instructional, it's kind of like a long. Normally the instructions is like five to eight hours. Dude,
0: they can be so boring. How do you get past that? What do you take? Yeah, away?
1: you just have to. You, you can't watch five to eight hours in a row. Like even like a Netflix show, you wouldn't watch five to eight hours in a row necessarily. You'd wow. have to. You'd have to. Yeah, you could, but you, you'd feel bad afterwards. Yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't necessarily remember the first four hours. So, for me, stuff like stuff like that, you just have to do like. An exactly. hour or something, or maybe even watch two hours and then realize that you didn't really take in half of that and then watch like another half an hour of the first bit again and then go and train it and then go back and so on. So, like a DVD should be like three or four months of work on, on a DVD.
0: Oh, okay, so like watch a bit, go do that, implement that. Yeah. Does it doesn't work? Yeah. Does this work for me? Yeah, and then exactly. Attack it again.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you've got to also, more, once more, you think you get a move, you have to go back and really check that you actually get the move because half the time, you think you've got it and then you try it and it doesn't work. You need to actually make sure that you've got every bit of it and revisit it. So, say,
0: like, you may be hitting a move like on Christian Osback, just smashing him. <laughs> and it's right just
1: working again. every time. It's <laughs> work, but it's working
0: every time. But then when you go and try it on like a real Jiu Jitsu athlete, yeah. going, oh, like, <laughs> like <me."> Charles <laughs> yeah. Price, yeah. <laughs> like me, it's like, oh, this doesn't work as well. Yeah. And you need to change a few things. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it also, it's like body mechanics. Like, it can look the same, but it needs to feel the same as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to make sure that you're feeling every little bit of the move. Like, you you don't just have a, an arm randomly there and you're like, what's my arm doing? Oh, you don't really need this arm. Well, clearly, clearly you're going to need the arm.
0: It's building muscle my connection, like that awareness in yeah. space.
1: Yeah, you should be able to do the moves like eyes closed and all that kind of stuff, ideally. Yeah. Just yeah. so you can kind of feel what you're doing rather than try and remember it. That's a bit, if you're trying to remember it like a recipe, it's going to be way too late when you're sparring. It needs to be like, yeah, the mind body connection and just feeling that things are going as they should for the move to continue how you're doing it Interesting. Uh, yeah kind of like if you're doing a deadlift and you feel like you're back bending, I guess you should just let go of the weight it's so the uh, same in jits if you, if you yeah. feel like you're fucking up the move maybe don't just continue doing exactly the same thing try and switch or you know if you have like contingency plans for moves that's a good way
0: yeah yeah yeah. About just swap, it. Try, and swap, try, and try and transition to something else it's yeah like, okay this isn't gonna work this isn't gonna work I need to go for something else yeah, yeah. and
1: that's like comes from basically recognizing quickly and feeling that it's not how it, sh- how it feels when it goes correctly. So, you have to get a good feeling of what a proper move looks like. And then, once you know what the proper move feels like, if it doesn't feel like that when you're sparring, then you're like, mm, got some adjustment to do before I you know, bridge or whatever. Yes. For example, yeah. I That's for finishing everything. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've actually got a question for nutrition for you. Um, yeah. What are some ways that you optimize your nutrition in order to gain weight? So when hmm. we used, so Got what weight did you start? You started like eight, eighty kgs ish. Yeah, did something you, like that. What did you do to optimize everything to, to just, get to the point that you're at now? You
1: Just have to spend money on food at every opportunity that you can. More specific. So every time, t- <laughs> so every time I eat, I want to eat at least twenty grams of protein. At least. Yeah, basically at least twenty grams. If it's less than, I probably wouldn't even bother. Or or I'll just have some, like, sugary crap, basically. But For the cows. Yeah, for the cows, yeah. But basically, each time I do any sort of moving, I will eat in between that, i.e., for example, before I come here, I'll eat and then do this session and ideally eat after the session, then cycle home and then eat. And then those will all be minor meals to make up for the space between the bigger meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you get, just have to constantly be eating and yeah, like
0: that Ronnie Coleman effect man <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's, it's <laughs> half the
1: battle it's just eating eating the oats just <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, sweating baby. at home eating big meals
0: but that's what it takes man that's yeah. what it takes to gain weight Some people don't yeah. understand it's like bro like every single meal you have where's the protein at or it's like calorie yeah. density yeah. like recently you asked like you, you we're talking about this how can you get more calorie density out of your out of your meals yeah
1: without feeling sick though that's another thing yeah very sickly sometimes and also eating like huge amounts in one go then meals start to become daunting and you're like i can't put myself through this again Mm. whereas now so now i'm switching to eating loads of meals that are less massive and then maybe like one massive meal a day okay Cause,
0: what are some like what are some of these in between meals uh, obviously they're going to change here and there but like the the general trend what kind of like in between meals like you go for?
1: instead of instead of like a big thing of yogurt just like anything with protein so yeah big thing of yogurt big even if it's like a milkshake or something at least i just put loads of milk in it and, and ice cream and stuff yeah
0: you're going to get protein uh, and calcium
1: like random sandwiches as well when i'm out and about easy 20 grams of protein no? yeah exactly yeah just make sure that you're and not like full meals i would call like a sandwich is like like a quarter of a meal or a third of like a big cows. meal yeah. yeah yeah so
0: let's also preface to the point that you did some tracking earlier on so you had a uh, yeah. uh, she so had a good idea of yeah. how many cows you needed to eat yeah.
1: once you get a feel for it it's easier once you go like
0: you're like four or five thousand cows a day yeah
1: yeah i'm trying well i'm trying that's the thing like sometimes it's i know easy. that it's not there and sometimes i know sometimes like damn i'm on like a a 1.5 or 2k day and you just gotta have a milkshake or something or yeah, yeah even if you don't feel like eating i don't know sometimes like it's not gonna be it's not gonna be perfect every day yeah
0: but as long as like collectively you think of like the weekly total it's like yeah. okay today wasn't perfect but i know that i can make up these calories for the rest of the week to yeah. either maintain weight or gain weight yeah so like say like today was 2.5 cows yeah Fuck, i'm like 2.5 under like 2, two to 2.5 under. yeah I'll go I, and I know, I know that throughout the week I can add that back in through yeah. like whatever whatever like ice cream
1: what's like Deliveroo at like midnight and just just get a fucking pizza and destroy it and get a side and get a dessert yeah yeah you know I feel like it's much easier to eat when it's like when it's like midnight Tasting. binging and, yeah 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 it's, yeah cause sometimes you have dinner like all I'll eat let's say for example today I woke up I went and got like a pizza wallet or whatever <laughs> and, and a coffee went and trained here had a protein shake I would say this is like and now it's pushing like two something PM, like I would need to go now and go and get like a big fucking meal. And then after that, I'd need to wait for a bit, eat another little thing and then another big fucking meal later. And then yeah. maybe another big fucking meal at like 1 AM.
0: You also had that shake to offset that as well.
1: Yeah, but that's still like, it's not, it's, it's not, not the same. Yeah, it's exactly. You still get the
0: protein there. Yeah. And this is the thing, like if you want to optimize your protein intake, ideally like every like three to four hours, cause you have like, what will happen is you have protein and then you have like what's called a refractory period where the, the proteins will start to go into a, like a breakdown. Yeah. So like each time you have protein, you spike muscle protein synthesis, which is like grow, repair yeah. muscle tissue. And then over that like three to four hour, that's gonna start to come down. That's actually when you wanna hit that again. If you just keep yeah. overloading a protein exactly, yeah. all fucking day, it's actually like, like that's not the, the right way yeah. to do it. Every three to four hours, just as it comes down, boom, hit it again, yeah. boom, hit it again.
1: So yeah, even when you've just eaten, You should still be thinking about the next meal.
0: Yeah, constant.
1: (laughs) uh, Just become a fat fucking pig. (laughs) 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 All right. right.
0: Next question. Uh, Let's let's start wrapping it up, man.
1: Uh, All right. Let's do last three ASAP. Favorite escape from side control. Uh, I ran over this recently, but you, you you take that one away. Yeah, I like rather than just bench pressing people trying to push them north of you and getting the knees knees in basically curling up in a ball as tight as possible trying to get your knees in front of their shoulders and then inverting to face them again yeah so yeah some sort of knee elbow connection and then make that knee elbow connection point at them
0: uh, what about that frame Say they say they're really pinning you and we went over the last time they're actually like getting that frame in
1: yeah so if you feel like you're actually crushed and you can't move you want to give up a bit of back exposure to be able to escape a bit quicker if there's time but otherwise if they're just crushing you and not doing anything, then you can take your time and, and then start to just slowly turn to face them. But if, it's, if there's time on the clock, you need to escape quickly, then I would start thinking about riskier ways of escaping. Okay. Yeah. Next question. How many, how many weeks for preparing for competition? Well, I'm just, yeah, I just stay ready for competitions, I think.
0: That's the thing, like say like, uh, well, a lot of the Jiu-Jitsu athletes I train, they're, they're competing all the time. I don't think like, yeah. like young Wesley, yeah like he's got a down on Jones he's <laughs> got he's got he's got a, he's got a competition like almost every fucking, like, two yeah, weeks. Yeah. It's just like, he said, oh, like, I can't. it's like, mate, just, just come in and start lifting weights. Like, yeah. work on your technique. Like, you're still gonna get gains. We're gonna make sure you're not getting that sore. Just like, stay ready for competitions. Yeah, yeah. The thing with Jiu-Jitsu, there's no particular seasons to do things. Yeah. Some people do, they'll be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna do Worlds and Europeans. Like, yeah. Maybe you can prepare more for that. But from someone who's trying to do, like, every month or two a month yeah. or something, just stay in good shape. Be consistent yeah. with your training.
1: I don't know about the value of doing competitions like every week unless you're doing it for money or, every
0: week whoa but yeah it's just
1: like like it's good for experience but after you're used to competing like what you're actually achieving by just doing random competitions in terms of like improving jiu-jitsu maybe if you're making money though, that's like every every week you're just winning a money competition then go ahead fine make your money but if, it's, if you're just doing it for experience and training you may as well just go to the gym you probably get harder rounds in the gym <laughs> so there's no point competing like every week I, I feel like yeah, yeah just basically stay on yeah, top right. of it but yeah once a month yeah that would be nice once a month would be like the perfect amount but again even that is like it's fucking long to book yeah, <laughs> basically yeah, yeah. yeah once a month is good though i'm probably I'm, i probably don't compete enough just in terms of like i just hate traveling to like random fucking places like brighton at three in the morning <coughs> <Just> dead <laughs> dead you're having a bad time yeah cool okay cool optimal I, nutrition well i already asked you that question. there you go I already
0: asked that question All right, then. i like think there's a pretty yeah, yeah, we answered some questions. We're gonna have some more questions next week. I nice. you Found
1: this podcast helpful. We left the we left the other questions out as well. Like about there's one about man's nipples. I think men had nipples because back in the day they used to breastfeed. Just watch that actual Joe Rogan podcast if what you want to the, know these questions. What was the question? <laughs> the, the, the question was why do men have nipples? The question was what you're talking shit. Why do men have nipples?
0: Look like a fifty year
1: old. Why do men have nipples? Because apparently they used to breastfeed and then. And then the men stopped hanging around for the children, so they slowly lost their ability to breastfeed. Is this facts? I don't know. And uh, yeah, there's one yeah. about goat shit, but we'll leave that out. No, right. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, no, that'll it do. It <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Been great to see you. Great, thanks for having me again. Yeah, that pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>